This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. This is Yahoo Finance Daily, a daily update on the top business, finance, and stock market news from around the world. Let's jump into today's stories. The S&P 500 closed at an all-time high on Monday again. For the second consecutive trading session, the index soared past its previous record as markets charged higher heading into the final week of 2021. All three major U.S. indexes gained in a promising sign for stock market bulls that a Santa Claus rally is well underway. At close, the S&P 500 was up 1.38% to 4791.19, while the Dow saw a 350-point jump to 3630238. The Nasdaq Composite also gained 1.39%, closing up at 1587126. The S&P's move marked its 69th record close of the year after the index hit an intraday high in morning trading, up even as COVID-19 cases rise. The year-end Santa Claus rally, one in which stocks climb higher in the final seven trading sessions of a year, plus the first two trading days of the new year, is building momentum. For reasons unclear, over the past 92 years, the S&P 500 gained 77% of the time during the year-end rally period according to data from Sundial Capital Research. The average gain in this nine-day trading period tallied 2.66%. The market will head into 2022 with several key considerations to weigh, but with its biggest focus on the course of the pandemic and rising inflationary pressures as well as on measures the Federal Reserve could take in response. Inflation and Omicron are the two most important catalysts for the stock market right now, APAC CEO at QRAFT Technologies, Francis O, told Yahoo Finance. I think that those catalysts are priced in through the market volatility. Still, I think the market will cautiously move off. Merck received authorization last week from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration for its at-home COVID-19 drug, just one day after Pfizer was also approved for use of its own treatment. The pill developed by Merck in conjunction with Ridgeback Biotherapeutics, called Molnupiravir, was shown to reduce hospitalizations and deaths by around 30% in clinical trial data. Pfizer's pill was reported to be 90% effective at preventing hospitalizations and deaths in high-risk patients. One of the ways pandemics end is significant mutation of the virus. It looks like Omicron may be our friend in that regard. Significant mutations different enough from the parent that it doesn't make people as sick. True Health Initiative President Dr. David Katz told Yahoo Finance Live. Investors processed a trove of economic releases ahead of the holiday weekend. The Labor Department reported that initial jobless claims totaled 205,000, sustaining a downward trend from the highs of their pandemic peak and reflecting labor market tightness brought on by a demand for workers heading into the new year. 
The latest print brings the four-week moving average for new claims to its lowest in 52 years, ticking up by 2,750 week over week to reach 206,250. Meanwhile, U.S. consumer prices accelerated at the fastest pace in nearly four decades as shoppers confront rising inflation levels ahead of the holidays. Workers have a lot of power, and that's likely to result in continued wage gains, Gerard Chief Investment Officer Timothy Chubb told Yahoo Finance. What worries us from an inflation standpoint is, at what point do we potentially see some of those inflation risks sort of hand the baton to the labor market? Meanwhile, November sales of new U.S. homes jumped 12.4% to a seven-month high of 744,000, buoyed by low mortgage rates and higher demand in the housing industry. U.S. durable goods orders rose by 2.5% in November, up from the prior month boosted by a sharp rise in aircraft orders. We've been saying that this is definitely a buy-the-dip sort of market because we expect more earnings upgrades to come. Anik Sen, Pinebridge Investments' global head of equities, told Yahoo Finance Live, We think that the real debate should be about the length and strength of the economic cycle ahead. For more live coverage of business, finance, and stock market news, please visit yahoofinance.com. We'll be back tomorrow morning with your daily update. So until then, thanks for listening. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.